All right, let's face it. Everyone's jumping on the podcast bandwagon, right? Well, the person who invented the term jump on the bandwagon was P.T. Barnum, and he invented a little thing called the Barnum and Bailey Circus. So let's jump on the new wave circus, Anchor. Anchor is a free podcast app that will help you distribute to uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even more. They have tools you can use to edit your podcast wherever you are whether it be from your phone or from your laptop and uh, not only that it's free you can make your money from your podcast with no minimum listenership and all you have to do is download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started something else in the news is is Alabama outlawed the confederate flag at NASCAR or maybe it was just NASCAR in general. I automatically think of NASCAR is all in Alabama, even though I know I end up obviously uh, you know, Talladega is in Tennessee. But you know, again, yeah. So I'll say what the fuck I want. If you don't like it, look it up. And if you still don't like it, then I I don't know what to tell you. I really don't give a damn. Uh, the fact that they had to outlaw the Confederate flag. I mean, there's still guys riding around with a Confederate flag. I mean. Yeah, Where's where's the the what's the approach? I mean, have you ever seen a guy that has a Confederate flag? First of all, it's on a truck. It's always on a truck. Okay, uh, I've never seen it on an actual NASCAR stock car, but uh, who knows? I, I'll be honest with you, I don't know if I've ever watched an entire NASCAR race. Um, but that being said. What's the approach to having a Confederate flag on your fucking truck? Like, look, I'm open for business, but only for the whiteies. I mean, it, it, that kind of guy is not going to appeal to any other nationality because he doesn't even appeal to more than half of the white nationalities. Is there, I can say that right, more than white, half the white nationalities? See, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about half the time, but I, I do know one thing is that the Confederate flag on a fucking vehicle is a bad idea. Uh, the fact that Alabama had to outlaw it. I heard recently, you know, Alabama is crazy. Uh, they, I, I have family that lives out there. I visited quite a few times. It's different. Uh, it's the South. Uh, Arkansas, Alabama, Oklahoma. It's You're definitely in the South out there. And... Uh, the funniest thing is when Alabama was making a big deal about uh, uh, outlawing uh, abortion. They said, "Look, we we're tired of uh, all these people having kids uh, and not taking care of them, and our and people making fun of us because of uh, our in general we we are thought to be uh, of a lower level of intelligence." Let's multiply our population. Why not? I mean, well, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but once I heard Alabama outlawed abortion, I, I really had to do some deep dive in my core values. I had to change my Match.com profile. It was a mess, but I mean, it all worked out. Obviously, you know, I, I break the law, so I'll just leave it at that. But. One thing I can say is that uh, abortion is... I mean, why why are we still talking about abortion? 
why is it is it is it anyone's choice other than the person who would be having the abortion why is it anyone's choice i mean you you can't you can't come and tell me to stop you know that i need to start uh pissing to the left i mean i already do that let's 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 make this realistic you can't tell me to start pissing to the right because i'll say look you know my dick does what it wants but if you were to tell me oh, they just outlawed pissing to the left I'd be like well I guess uh, I'm going to jail I mean I, I, I guess I, I'm a lawbreaker now for sure I, I mean god I'm, I'm I, if it turns out to be some sort of felony oh shit I'll see you guys later this will be the last episode of the podcast I'll tell you right now I broke that law I broke that law about an hour ago and I'll break it again in about another hour so I just I, I think that uh, I had to bring that up just because I thought it was ironic that it's it's we're so concerned with taking you know we're, we're going to pass a law to to take the flag off of a vehicle that shouldn't need there should shouldn't need to be a law telling people not to put the flag up of the Confederacy which supported slavery. Uh, it's pretty simple. Uh, I mean that's a no-brainer. But then again. If you gotta tell people that they can't have an abortion, people that you, they just think people can't think for themselves. And if and if they, I mean, what's the upside? You can't if if they tell you not to have an abortion and you say, oh, you know, I, God damn it, I was just about to go down and have that abortion, and now they pass the law. Well, I guess I'm having a little Timmy, and the little Timmy turns out to be a fuck up. Do you think the government's gonna help you? Uh, maybe to a certain extent, but they're just gonna lock him away too. When all that could have been avoided, and, and you wouldn't have had little Timmy, and you could have had Jonathan a few years later when you were more well established, or it wasn't a rape, or whatever the reason was for the abortion. But, you know, again, what do I know? All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, more than likely just gentlemen, because women are much harder to convince, especially when it comes to listening to podcasts. Uh, this is The Rev here at the Yeah So podcast i've got to work on that intro man the name the name is right but the way i say it is wrong but i'm gonna figure that out Uh, i gotta say first of all thank you i can't believe anyone is listening to anything i say Uh, my experience in life is most people tend to brush me off and that's because i was raised by a lot of women but i'm sure we'll get to that one day anyways thank you again i appreciate you guys listening Uh, this is episode two and uh, I am such a procrastinator. I literally put off just talking into a microphone for over a week when it, it's literally the easiest thing you could do. You sit here and talk into the microphone. I, the crazy thing is I don't even remember what I said on the first episode. It was a week ago and I, have, I haven't the faintest fucking idea of what I said. But I'm sure somebody will remind me. Um, I wanted to point out a couple things first of all uh, if you can check me out on Anchor I would greatly appreciate it you probably found this episode on Anchor because I don't have any any and I do mean I don't have any sponsors Uh, sponsor myself um, and uh, I don't know if I'm not going to do an ad for myself maybe this whole thing's an ad for myself but anyways I don't want to get you guys bored we're going to start off with some of the current topics right now we are going through the uh, uh, Black Lives Matter revolution and the fact of the matter is that it's sad that it came to this to become the catalyst for uh, 
honestly, all bullshit aside, for black people to be looked at as equals. Um, I know that I will never experience what they went through, and I know that uh, I can only speculate. But uh, I do know what's right and what's wrong. And um, not only what that cop did was wrong, but what a lot of cops do is wrong. Look, I don't, I never had a good experience with a cop in my life, ever. Not one. Um, and I can only imagine how much worse it must be for uh, someone, you know, of a different race, different color, having to deal with how cops already are you know on top of you know their social status or their their how they're perceived in the cops eyes um boy i wish i wasn't such a stuttering prick but i gotta tell you it, it it's sad that it took this for for the revolution to happen uh but the way it's happening is beautiful in the beginning there was a looting and and it, it was short-lived it wasn't uh it wasn't an outbreak or a pandemic or people you know everyone you know we, we everyone was worried about covid about 20 minutes ago and then once we realized that you know social media played a huge role in how how big of an impact covid had and i don't care what anybody says the numbers don't lie and the numbers are not saying that i mean gavin newsom came out and said 50 percent of the people in california are going to catch covid and possibly perish. I mean, that was in his second release. His his second statement released to the public was 50% of cow. I mean, you, no wonder the economy was shut down. No wonder people went into panic mode. No wonder. Of course, there are steps that need to be taken. Of course, COVID's a horrible thing. But the fact that our quote-unquote governor can come out and say, make a, bold, a, a just a blanket statement like that with no supporting facts and just off of basically a guess i mean maybe someone well-educated guessed it for him and you know told him what to say i'm assuming that because you know listen to gavin newsom for 20 minutes and you realize the guy is a um he's like a walking billboard but it's one of those vegas billboards it's it's electric and just changes all the time i mean the the guy is a chameleon but he's not even that great of a chameleon he's like a chameleon who like left his socks on you can still see part of him it's not I'm going to come up with a better analogy for Gavin Newsom but that'll have to be another time because I don't want to focus on that too much I'd rather focus on the the, the fact that people are protesting peacefully and it's all colors it's not just black it's not just white um, I'm pretty sure I even saw Asians out there and I'm here to tell you folks it's it's I'm trying not to be racist while I talk about how great black lives matter is for us as a people and the fact that i'm struggling with that is questionable but i'm not gonna go too deep into that it's only episode two i don't want to get fucking canceled halfway through you know my in less than an hour of my podcasting history i get canceled for saying some dumb shit uh, so i'm going to just stick to uh what i know is not dumb the fact that that this the way that the people are going about the protests is absolutely correct. It's the right way to do things, and that's how you get noticed. That's how you, you separate it from the violence or, you know, the, what was plaguing the first couple of days of the racism, you know, the, the, the riots, um, pushing everyone kind of away, you know, away from the cause in the beginning. Uh, 
ended up being very short-lived. I think that's great, and I think that that's the way we need to do things. Um, you know, what do I know? But I think that it's going to make a difference. I hope it makes a difference. It has to make a difference. There's no choice now. You can't just look the other way. You can't just accept it for what it was. Things are different now. And we as humans adapt. I mean, that's what we have done from the beginning. I mean, if you look at comedy, I love comedy. I, I, it's, it's my favorite thing. I love making people laugh. And I'm not sure if I've even done that in this episode yet, but I will. I, I guarantee you that. I promise you that. Um, people probably laughed when I said it was my second episode. I said, this prick's got more than one episode. I mean, the last one was like 20 minutes long. I mean, you think this is supposed to be a second episode already? But to sum it up, since you know nobody really wants to hear an extended version of what a white guy thinks about Black Lives Matter, I think we're doing things right. I think we're going to get results. And I think that's the goal. So overall, I support it a thousand percent and thank God that it's working, that, that, that it's being done the right way. This is the first time in history that we've, we've actually not met violence with violence. And the difference is this time is the police are the ones in the wrong. They've been in the wrong and now they're being held accountable. And before... You couldn't do that. Anyone that's had any run-ins with the police know exactly what happens when you try to hold a cop accountable for making a mistake. It's it's the year it turns into your mistake. And I hope that more cops are taken to task. I hope that they they're a little more stringent on who they let in. And I hope that the training uh, psychologically uh, is developed a little bit better because these guys are obviously suffering PTSD. They're they're dealing with with psychological you know torture or warfare every day and i'm not i'm not saying that all cops are bad and i'm not saying that all cops uh are good but as a human you can't take that kind of abuse and not be uh, affected by it in the least bit i don't care how tough you think you are especially these i mean a lot of these cops are kids you know you start out in the academy when you're 18 19 years old anyone listening to this podcast that's over the age of 30 do you remember what you were like when you were 18 years old i was a fucking i was a dick i mean well, I'm, I'm, how do i put this i'm still kind of a dick i was a an, an edu uneducated un inexperienced uh stupid dick now i'm a little smarter uh, in my dickish ways I've got, I've, my approach is a little bit different uh, when I, you know, when I work out my Dickinsons, but uh, at 18 years old, I, I, you want to talk about consequences? I wouldn't. Nobody would. When you're 18 years old, your brain's not even fully developed. You're 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 not thinking about where this could lead. You know, it, tomorrow or in a week. You're thinking about right now. Like, okay, if I tell her what I think I need to tell her, I'm going to get laid right now. Okay, that was a bad example because I, I think that applies to any man at any age. Uh, let me think of a better example. Um, let's see, what would be a good example of something stupid when you're 18? I know anybody listening here is all, they, you can all think of one thing that you did that was stupid when you were 18. Uh, I almost voted. Uh, but you know, bullet dodged. Uh, I know for a fact that I got in more than one fight 
uh, oftentimes, not oftentimes, uh, more than one on more than one occasion, not fighting a guy that was a good idea to fight. Uh, luckily, uh, it did work out in my my defense. Uh, usually, it's because they were drunk or had a glass jaw that 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 helps. Uh, Unfortunately, there were a couple times it didn't work out, and uh, I'll just say I was drunk and uh, and uh, I had a glass jaw too, so that'll work. Um, anyways, moving on to something more uh, lighthearted. You know, I, I, doing this podcast thing, I, I go to set everything up for all this. You know, you got to set up the you know, all all the back end work, and I realized something. How come when you fill out an online form? You always have to, when it asks you the country you're in, first of all, they know your goddamn IP address. They know where you're logging in from. They can tell, they can automatically populate your login information. They can't, they don't just know you're in the United States. Shouldn't there just be a flag that says, hey, this prick's not in the United States? Um, Then go to the drop down menu. If you're on a site that's based in the United States, why not just automatically default? And if that's the case, you know, know, fuck it. If If they don't agree with that and they do want, to make have the long scroll list of where you're based at, just put America so it's an A at the top. How come sometimes it's America and sometimes it's like you'll see America Samoa and you're like, ah, oh, you know, that's not it. And you know, gotta scroll all the way down to the fucking bottom of the list and then you get there like, okay, Uruguay, okay, oh, United States, you know what? Why? Oh. Just put us at the top. We're at the top. Why not put us at the top? We're 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 logging in from the United States we're obviously at the very least a big fan why do we have to scroll I, I don't know I know I know it's a first world problem but look we didn't get to the top by ignoring the details and this is one of those crucial details that may win the war for us one day you never know the other country could be trying to fill out their defense or they could be setting up their defense protocols, uh, you, you know, using their their systems online, and then they'll have to fill out their information at the last minute while we're attacking. And it's, oh, shit, we have to put it in our country. And as they're scrolling through to find their fucking country, boom, we get them. So, yeah, I mean, that's the kind of shit that you got to think about. It can get real. Another thing I have to discuss is comedy in general. I love comedy, as I stated many times. And again, thank you guys for listening. I can't. I, I'm still amazed that people listen. Um, it's funny I said that, but nobody's listened yet. <laughs> it's crazy. I, I, I've listened to so many podcasts. I, I'm like saying it as if like, oh yes, thank you for listening. I appreciate it, but nobody's even heard shit yet. Anyways, listening to comedy, I I wonder if if people are aware of of the the rampant uh, outbreak of it's a, it's a tough disease to talk about it's it's uh it's it's uncurable from from my knowledge uh, i from what i know now there may be some that know bit more than i do but Amnesia is not something that can be cured other than by time. And I'm not sure how much time it takes, but there are a lot of comedians out there suffering from amnesia. 
and it's it's not a joke that's the one joke in their act is not a joke it's 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 horrible i mean you see you see these guys out there they're telling their same joke on a special that they've told a million times and they laugh and you think these guys oh my god these guys have amnesia how we've got to tell somebody we've got to let somebody know i mean how what did they get how can how do they find their way home these guys are laughing at a joke they've they've told a thousand times and the laughter is real i think the laughter is real and it's it's just it's like i'm not a doctor or a nurse or a vet or uh i don't even i don't even like going to the doctor uh i don't live near a doctor um the only thing I know about doctors is how to spell it. Um, and of course, you know, Dre, you know, Dr. Dre is, is you know, the world famous, world renowned. Um, I don't know what is he, a paleontologist or something? I don't know, but he's, he's also a great rapper, a, a producer. Um, but I digress. The point being would be the cases of amnesia seem to be spreading, and I don't know. If maybe we could package it in with the corona warnings like maybe i don't know they need to wear maybe you don't need to wear masks on your ears like would that would that help or would that encourage it i don't i don't know uh again i'm not dr dre and i i don't think um at this point um he would be available for comment at least not on my podcast but um if anybody does run into dr dre ask him uh, please, I'd appreciate it. Uh, and report back what he says. Don't just ask him and keep it to yourself, you selfish fuck. But that being said, I think uh, I think the cases of amnesia are are, are uh, skyrocketing, and something needs to be done. I mean, we we got to get these people. Inst- we, I don't, don't want to say institutionalized, but we got to get them on some kind of meds, some sort of meds that. It'll, I mean, help them remember, like, oh, hey, I've, I've told this joke a bunch of times, and, and, and I have a camera crew filming my special. Like, I should, I should probably, probably not, not laugh, like, nervously, you know, uh, at the joke I've told a million times already, because it, it makes it seem disingenuous, and it kind of takes away from the fact of a joke that may not already even be that funny. Um, I'm not going to name any names because they'll just hear it and forget anyways. Uh, I just wanted to bring it to the the comedy world's attention uh, that they're they're not alone in, in the support needed for these uh, these these guys suffering from amnesia. Something else I have to discuss is I heard about this guy who listed a his car on Craigslist, and in the caption he writes, uh, "Nothing wrong with it, just can't seem to get that sex smell out of it." I almost fell over laughing. I mean, it can't seem to get the sex smell out of it. I mean, first of all, if you can't get the sex smell out of it, what you been sexing in there? I bet you it ain't sexy. Number two, it was a Crown Vic. So, I mean, a whole bunch of things come to mind. I mean, first of all, it's it's obviously it was it was an old cop car. So. Was that where the sex was from? And, and if so, I mean, during this time, I don't think it would be is a great time to try to sell a Crown Vic, especially with, uh, you know, infested with sex smell. 
um, maybe back, you know, a year ago, but now's not the time, dude. But maybe I'm just misunderstanding it. I, I don't know. It's just when I hear can't get the sex smell out of a crown wig, it makes me think of some horrible things. I wonder if if Epstein, uh, if his cell, if they have problems getting the sex smell out of Epstein. Did you see Ep Jeffrey Epstein's cellmate uh, looked like the epitome of, uh, oh, I don't know, the worst guy uh, in the world you could possibly be made to be a cellmate with. I mean... This dude was an ex-cop. He was a four-time killer. Uh, he was about 500 pounds. He was he was as wide as he was tall, and I wouldn't announce the fat on him. The guy is terrifying looking. So if you needed to pick somebody, I mean, granted, my sister could take out Epstein, but uh, when you bring a guy in like that, it's almost as if he was brought in for protection, and it didn't work out. No, I'm telling you, I think that that the the his his girlfriend. I can't remember Epstein's girlfriend's name, but I swear she had, she must have had has something on him. She's got something on somebody because otherwise she'd be gone too. Because Epstein, they they had to jump through some hoops to get him, and she's just running around. So, uh, you know, they pick, they should pick her up. But again, well, you know, what do I know? I mean, look. I may not know jack shit. I mean, when I was younger, and this is a true story, when I was younger, and people used to say, hey, I gotta go drop the kids off at the pool. I mean, everyone knows that, you, that you know, semen, nut, started to be referred to as kids when we were kids. It's ironic. So when people would say, I gotta go drop the kids off the pool, I mean, well, obviously, of course, they're taking a shit. For the first few years I heard that term, I thought it meant jerking off. So every time somebody's like, yeah, I gotta go drop the kids off at the pool, like, well, this guy's gonna jerk off in the airport. You know, this guy's like, oh, I just finished, you know, dinner. You know, thanks for dinner. Before we head out, I gotta go drop the kids off at the pool. Like, this guy, I just bought this guy. This guy and his wife, I'm going on a double date. I'm paying for dinner, and he's gonna go jerk off before he leaves. I couldn't believe it. I was disgusted. Um, turns out I was retarded, or I can't say that anymore. I, w I, I was, uh, I think you all know exactly what I was. Uh, misinformed, let's call it that. But either way, uh, yeah, so, if you know me and you said that term, I'm gonna go drop the kids off at the pool at any point from, like, 1990 to, like, 1997-ish. Uh, yeah, I thought you were jerking off. So maybe that's why I stopped hanging out with you. And people telling me I gotta go. I gotta go. You might. Where's your bathroom? I gotta go drop the kids off at the pool. Like, dude, you're gonna jerk off in my bathroom. Like, my mom's in the other room. You know, it's funny recording this podcast. You know, trying to get it on Spotify and or, you know wherever, anywhere anyone will listen. I'd love to have it. Uh, but it, it's funny when. Like some of the guys I grew up with, I grew up in a in the rough part of uh, the Bay Area, a little bit here, a little bit there, uh, all rough. And uh, some of these guys were known for uh, they were known shooters. They're they're uh, not the kind of guys you wanted to meet in the dark alley. I mean, I sometimes they were picking me up, and I didn't want to meet them in the dark alley. And you think I'm joking, but the funny thing is, is that you know, as as you get older and you start to change, start to mature. Yeah, I, I was hanging out with a, a buddy of mine from back in the day. 
uh, a, a solid guy, a guy who he, d- he did some time, got out, uh, but he was known, uh, he, he didn't take any bullshit. And <laughs> we're playing Spotify, and you know how it kind of picks the songs for you? And, and California Girls by Snoop Dogg and Katy Perry comes on, and the little hearts highlighted. And I, I said, I looked at him and I said, man, uh, oh, oh, when did you, when did you like this song? And he said, like, I, mean, I never liked this song. I said, well, it, it, and right there, that the heart, the heart, the heart knows what the heart knows. And that heart knows that you like this song because you had to click it. And he was like, oh, I must have done it by accident or something. Like, yeah, I did it by accident. And Spotify puts everybody on blast. And I was laughing at him until Snoop Dogg part came on. Then I rapped it too, you know. But. People change, man. People, uh, you know, you go through life and you try to adjust and adapt. Um, I mean, there's there's some weird people out there. I mean, it's like, have you ever, have you ever seen a porn clip that was titled DP? And this dude is just going to town on a chick's ass. And rather than the other guy go for the pussy he puts it in her mouth I mean it, yeah it's still DP but I mean how bad must that pussy smell for him to be like I'll just go back to the mouth which she probably already used to suck the other guy I mean this is the kind of guy that would be up for that to begin with yeah you can film me doing a DP with another dude and some chick that's been DP before without a doubt Well, I'll go ahead and leave it on that spiritual ending. And uh, again, thank you guys for listening. I know I'm just getting started here. I'm going to get better at it. And I, I appreciate you guys. I, I, I want you to uh, go along this journey with me. And, uh, and whatever you're doing, stay safe. Do right things right. And uh, thanks again.